Welcome to In Conversation, the podcast from Creative Coverage that focuses on artists and their practice. I'm Tim Saunders, and today I'm with Jill Barthorpe, who depicts objects of ephemeral nature, such as trees, clouds, flowers. That's challenging when they're ever-changing, Jill. How do you deal with this? I think if you look at something for long enough, even though it's changing, and it will change during the day. Flowers move around a huge amount and the light changes, which makes everything look different. But if you look hard enough, you have to then make decisions about what is their essential nature. And I like using flowers because they are passive, but they're not still. So they do force you to really observe them and really get to know them in a way, I suppose, like like the landscape which you get to know just by walking around and looking at it every day and observing very closely. Are you painting on plein air or do you sketch? How do you work? When I'm painting still lives, I always work from a still life set up in front of me. Um, Landscapes are a bit more problematic for obvious reasons. Ideally, I work on plein air in front of what I'm painting, but I also use lots of drawings, I'll use oil sketches, just getting to know a, a landscape incredibly well and a whole variety of things. It's it's incredible what you do absorb when you look at the same thing every day and you walk around in a landscape. I do a lot of drawing mainly. Do you ever use a camera? Yes, I use a camera. I use a camera for visual notes. I've also used a camera and where a landscape is too big in a way, I've used a camera of photographs and chopped them up and put them together again and used that as a kind of visual reference. But I do enjoy very much the movement of things and the change. So I try not to rely on photographs and I find drawings a much more accurate way of of recalling things. And I make notes and colour notes and write about things as well. So I draw from a huge amount of different sources when I'm painting landscapes. Do you find there's a particular time of year that appeals to you more than another or isn't that important? No, there is. I love this time of year, actually. I like very much when the fields have been harvested and you have that almost white stubble on a bright day. It's almost white and the hedges are very dark at the moment because they're they're losing all their colour. So you have a very drawn landscape. It's very, very definite change. It's a landscape of contrast, which in a way makes it easier to see. But every every season is, is incredible. This morning it was very foggy and it was just amazing. It was just amazing to see the hedges starting to change through the fog. It was great. How do you plan a composition? I think paintings tend to lead on one from another and it can be about the size of the canvas, portions of the canvas, or I've been painting a lot of still life recently and sometimes it's just about a colour, a particular sort of strange lemon yellow I'm a bit obsessed with at the moment. It does tend to move on from one painting to another if I've been painting a lot of green things, to put it really simply, I might want to change that and paint a white still life or a very dark still life. I just try and follow the lead of the previous painting, really, and see what I 
ideas that has sparked. It's usually something very, very small, like just simply a line, the direction of a line across a canvas or one particular colour. Do you paint with an exhibition in mind? I usually have exhibitions in the future. Deadlines are very useful, actually. They just force you to get on with stuff. I know what exhibitions are coming up, but then I have a few galleries that take work all the time. So I'm very lucky. I just try and think about what I'm doing. I just try and focus on, on the painting I'm making at the time and make that the best painting I can, really. I don't sort of focus on the buyer at all. I try and think about just being completely honest with my paintings and just keep trying to develop that and and push that forward. Can you tell me about the still life you're working on at the moment? Yeah, it's a tabletop full of quinces. I try and use stuff that's around me that I'm very familiar with. We have a quince tree, which has been very prolific this year, and we have apple trees, and it's got lots of leaves in it. I've cut the quinces off with leaves on them still. Then there's some bramble, which is a favourite tool of mine, lovely bramble branch. It's just basically yellows and greens. It's on a, a mirrored tabletop. And it's just it's just wonderful. The quinces are an incredible colour. They just reflect so much light. It's great. Do you find a restricted palette important? I try and keep things in scale. So usually on a a cool scale or a hot scale but I do I do restrict my palette I think it's much easier to achieve a, a harmonic scale if you like with with a restricted palette so you don't get confused with too much colour and I use very limited palette of paints as well for the same reason. Is there a particular brand that you favour? I use Winsor & Newton artists' colours. I think you do get so used to your own brand of colour. I know that my cadmium yellow from Winsor & Newton is very different from the cadmium yellow from Rowney. So <laughs> I, use, I use Winsor & Newton and it's what I've always always used since I was at college so I know how the colours behave I know exactly what they're going to do and their viscosity and transparency and everything else about them. What about brushes? I use a particular drawing brush which is a long handled Russian black sable brush which costs quite a lot of money and I probably get through about three a year but the rest of it I just use long hair brushes I buy them from wherever. Do you tend to work on a still life and a landscape at the same time or do you prefer to focus on one? I do work on usually a couple of paintings at the same time. With landscape it's sometimes it's just a morning painting. I mean landscape changes so much so it can be just a morning painting and then I'll have a, a still life going for the afternoon or sometimes I'll just quickly get down an idea and then hang it on the wall and maybe work on it sort of for several months. I keep stuff on the wall so I can look at it and see how it changes and see how my ideas about it change. Yeah, I might go back to a painting after several months and think, yep, I know how to resolve that issue. But still lives, I'll usually have a big still life and a small still life going at the same time. Oh, that's interesting. I wondered whether you might have a still life and a landscape on the go. Yeah, sometimes, but not usually. I haven't painted a lot of landscape this year. 
it's been enough to walk in it really. I'm just exploring a few different motifs at the moment. Landscape can become formulaic when you know something so well and I want to keep challenging myself and trying different motifs. Do you have any plans for the coming 12 months? <laughs> just to keep painting really. I'm very much looking forward to the Lake Constable exhibition but apart from that I've got commitments for paintings and I've got some ideas about still life that I really want to explore at the moment. I feel very excited about painting at the moment. I think lockdown has really focused me back on why I'm painting and what it is about painting that's important to me. And so I'm pursuing that really. How do you measure success? When I look at a painting and I feel excited by what I've painted, it doesn't always work, but sometimes I just I just can look at a line or a piece of colour and think, yep, that's, that's absolutely nailed it. <laughs> that's great. And that's how I measure success. I mean, it's very difficult when you are your own audience and critic, which I think is one of the most difficult things about painting. You have to be very, very careful not to fool yourself, which of course you do all the time, but you know when it, it works. And you can see when you've made a bit of a breakthrough or you can see when you've found exactly the right piece of drawing or the right colour. Those are the moments that you sort of work towards. Can you just talk me through your typical working day, Jill? I start work when it's light enough. So I'll start looking at my paintings about 8.30 in the morning. I mean, I always get up early and go for a, a long walk with my dog, but I'll start looking at my painting about 8.30. Usually by nine o'clock, I'm, I'm sort of painting away and I paint until lunchtime. And then I think about it and then I paint in the afternoon as long as it's light enough. But I, I paint as much as I can during the day and I only work with natural light so that very much dictates my working hours and in the summer I paint as long as I can until I'm sick of it or I've run out of ideas and that that's it really but I try and paint as much as I can every day. Do you find yourself working faster in the winter? Um, <laughs> good question I do and I think there is an urgency which is not altogether unwelcome because, as we all know, deadlines are a great encouragement. And um, I think the shorter hours, the more concentrated hours do do force you to work a, a bit harder or try and concentrate a bit more or work a bit faster. But um, who knows, it, you know, every day is, is quite difficult. We learned so much discipline at the Slade that I try and rely on that. But having done it for so long, you do definitely have a rhythm to your day. And I know my best painting hours. Um, but I just try and, try and work. And if I'm feeling lazy, I use tricks to keep me standing there and okay do one more hour and then you can go and have another pot of coffee or something but yeah I just try and work as hard as I can most of the time. What are your first thoughts when you're staring at a blank canvas? Is there a particular area that you will be drawn to first over all others? I always square up my canvases I find firstly I've made a decision about the size of the canvas and I prepare all my own canvases which is a nice way to start a painting. When you 
say prepare, can you just explain a bit more about that? Yeah, I buy stretcher bars and raw canvas. Then I stretch the canvas and I use rabbit skin glue sides and I put two coats of that on. And then I put a oil painting ground on and then I may use a ground colour as well on the canvas. So, and I think it's a nice way to start a painting is to prepare your own canvas then I know exactly the kind of surface I'm going to get, the exact tension of the canvas that I like to paint on and I'll make several at a time so I've always got blank canvases stacked up. So I'll decide on the sort of shape of canvas and size of canvas I want to use and then I'll square it all up. I'll use just find the centre of it and the centres and the dynamics of the canvas. I always square it up just making lines from corners to corners and centering and and do that and then I usually have a, a still life set up by that time and then I'll do the same thing for my still life. I have a plumb line, I'll find the centres of it, I'll find the edges of it and I treat the still life I'm looking at and the canvas in very much the same way. So there's immediately that, that connection. And I suppose the great thing about a still life is that you can set it up when it's dark. Yes, you can. Although you're not going, you're going to have completely different light. So I usually set up a still life when it's light. When I start painting, things will, things might move. I might think mm, that's that's orange isn't so great there. I'll just move it over a couple of inches or or add or take away things from a still life. And that's one of the great things about painting and using oils. It's it's also fluid and it's also changeable. You don't have to be stuck with what you've got in front of you. You can change the scale if that isn't quite right or move things around or add things or take things away. Very much a quite a long process, I think. So how long does it typically take to produce one of your paintings? Probably three weeks. I don't know, sometimes I'll do a little quick sketch and but usually a sort of medium sized still life might be about three weeks and that's that's working six days a week. Do you have a preferred framer? I have two framers one who does gesso hand painted frames and so they are usually for very special paintings and a framer who lives not not far from me who does a great job but I usually have we have recipes of frames we like and it's usually just the the slip or the passport two that will change but I have a dark frame that I like and a, a pale frame that I like that seems to suit my work. I don't think my paintings have any narrative in them at all. It is purely about the colours and the lines and the shapes and the balance and the harmony between those things. And I think that flowers and fruit are, are just convenient vehicles because they come in all different shapes and colours. And they're things that people can recognise. Um, so I think if you can paint a painting of something that people will recognise, but then take them, lead them on to show a different aspect or a different sort of way to look at things, I think there's quite a lot of communication that goes on in painting that's not always a conscious thing. Well, it's been very interesting. Thank you very much for your time, Jill. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Tim. It's a pleasure.